How soon till we have to add a Tez Walker highlight to that intro? Might be Monday. <laughs> could be, could be that soon. Tez Walker, the roller coaster of emotions that he's been riding throughout the entire college football season, uh, appears to actually just be now a regular emotional college football season. Tez Walker eligible, NCAA put out in an announcement earlier today, followed by statements from lawyers and statements from coaches and statements from players and statements from fans and statements from local radio hosts and statements from everybody. We'll hear, by the way, from from another angle of this, Josh Stein, the North Carolina Attorney General, is going to be joining the show at 4.15. He wrote a letter to the NCAA on behalf of or arguing for the eligibility of Tez Walker uh, about 10 days ago the 26th of September and now he's eligible 10 days later did that have something to do with it we're going to try to poke around and find out we're going to talk to Josh Stein the Attorney General of North Carolina at 4:15. we have uh, Tommy Ashley from Inside Carolina coming up in, in about 15 minutes maybe a little less but first Let's break it down our style. The details are fascinating when it comes to this Tez Walker decision to be eligible. But first, let's celebrate. Can we all just take a moment and celebrate uh, that that a, a young man that is being given the deserved chance to play football this year? I did not think this was going to happen. I did not think the NCAA was going to suddenly go, you know what, I'm going to do the right thing after not doing the right thing for over a month. I just didn't see, I didn't think the NCAA would come down off their high horse. Whatever the reasoning, the first thing you should do is celebrate. An opportunity that should not have been taken away from a player is now being given back to a player. And in college sports, student athletes have to be the priority. They have to be the number one. So, you know, whatever moving parts, whatever he said, she said, whatever uh, files needed to be burned and shredded or whatever. Tez, eligible. I'm happy for him. And he gets to play in this this very, very high-profile North Carolina season. They're very, very good. They become better with him in the game. They become better with him in the offense. They became better today. Now let's dive into the details. Now the the celebration. Uh, hey, I hope in Chapel Hill they're they're. I was gonna say popping champagne, but in the middle of a season, maybe not the. I hope they're high fiving. <laughs> whatever, whatever the in season, uh, you know, like uh, like like post, you know, whatever celebration. That's what it needs to be. The NCAA statement though, really rubbed me the wrong way. Really did. It is unfortunate that UNC failed to provide this important information previously. While we must be careful not to compromise a student-athlete's right to privacy when it comes to sensitive issues, we want to assure the Division I membership and everyone watching how the new transfer rules are applied that this meets the new transfer waiver standards. UNC's behavior and decision to wage a public relations campaign is inappropriate and outside the bounds of the process UNC's own staff supported. Had the UNC staff not behaved in this fashion and submitted this information weeks ago, this entire unfortunate episode could have been avoided. Yikes. I say yikes for a few reasons. Um, first of all, we'll go back to Bubba Cunningham. Okay? 
That's the NCAA statement. Bubba Cunningham, the athletic director of UNC, responded to that statement with this. We are happy that Tez Walker is now eligible to play and enjoying what he loves to do. However, the justification provided by the NCAA today is not accurate. The university submitted all necessary information and documentation as it was made available to us at the time, and we still believe Tez met all standards for the waiver in early August. It is not clear why the NCAA delayed making the correct decision then, but we are pleased to get the appropriate resolution now. Are we, when I say we, is the NCAA really blaming North Carolina for this? This is a complete, like the, the, the fact that a player who was in a situation that has now been agreed upon by everybody, including the NCAA, as one that should have made him eligible immediately, now that we're aware that we were right, that, that UNC was arguing on the right side, even the NCAA has said, yep, should have been eligible. It was an unfortunate situation that could have been avoided. Are we really blaming? If there was a bit of information, a piece of information that could have made him eligible for the waiver, that could have made him eligible to play, did the NCAA ask for it? If there was a piece of information that could have made him eligible and it wasn't presented, it wasn't passed along, then the organizations somewhere along the, the, the path of red tape failed the player. Everyone in college sports should be interested in one thing. What is best for the player? That's it. And that means turning over every stone, and that wasn't done until now? There was some piece, some some golden ticket buried deep in files that the NCAA hadn't seen, and, and it took them this long to find it? It's beginning to feel like, and those two statements make it obvious, it's beginning to feel like, I don't even want to say beginning, it feels like UNC versus NCAA. NCAA versus UNC. Put them on a marquee in Vegas and do a UFC fight. UNC versus NCAA. Out for blood, right? Make it a Rambo sequel. When it should be UNC, NCAA on the same team working in favor of their student athletes, in support of student athletes like Tez Walker. A player who should have been eligible from the very jump sat out four games in a bye week because he was deemed ineligible for no reason other than the paperwork wasn't handled correctly. Some bit of information that was necessity, that was a, a an absolute necessity towards making him eligible was not passed from one side to the other, was not asked for from the other back to the one side. There was no bit of, of, of putting the player first. There was only... We're covering our tails. There was only, we haven't been given the paper. There was, there was only, I don't know. There was only, why aren't they? Instead of, can we come together and see if there's, there's a better way to deal with this? Put your pride aside for a couple minutes here. Again, celebrate the fact that Tez Walker gets to play and, and he is expected to play as soon as this weekend against Syracuse. Celebrate that. It needs to be celebrated. But also, let's do everything we possibly can to make sure that nobody else misses out on a month of, of their season for no reason. 
everybody's saying, like, I wish this would have happened a month ago. The NCAA, if they would have gave us the information, I wish he would have been eligible from the jump, could have avoided this whole situation. UNC saying, I have no idea why they didn't rule this way a month ago. We could have had this from the jump and avoided this whole situation. I'm going, you two need to work together to make sure that next time you have this from the jump and we can avoid this whole situation. Get on the same team. Remember why you got into this business. I mean, let's be real. I'm sure you didn't become uh, an administrator in college sports because you're like, I'm really looking for ways to take the dreams of children away or of, of young men away, of young football players. I really want to be the one that rules them ineligible. You probably got in saying, I want to be around kids that love the sport and I want to be around players that want to play. Tez Walker is one of them. Do what you can to get it, get it right. And for the next Tez Walker, do what you can to get it right. So the reason I chose William Peace was because of their stellar game design program. It's very rare to find a game design program in the United States at all, let alone North Carolina. And this place seemed like the right place for me for where I wanted to go and the connections I could make uh, within the program. Turn your hobby into a career in one of the highest paid professions in the country with William Peace University's simulation and game design program. Master design, 3D modeling, and programming in a state-of-the-art space with the latest and most remarkable technologies available. Find out more at peace.edu. More great news for carry commuters. With the new GoCarry app, you can track your bus live on the interactive map feature. Stay informed with the latest news and service updates right at your fingertips. Save your favorite locations and routes for quick and easy access, making your daily commute a breeze. Plus, with the GoCarry app, you can easily connect to GoCarry.org for even more resources and information. Best of all, the GoCarry app is absolutely free to download on the Apple and Google Play stores. GoCarry, where getting there is just a tap away tez walker deemed eligible by the ncaa announcement coming earlier today and to help with our reaction to that news we have tommy ashley from inside carolina joining us on the heaster automotive group hotline uh he's joining us by way of video if you want to catch him on the wral sportsfan.com video stream if you want to follow him on twitter uh at t ashley ic uh, Tommy, appreciate you for taking the time, coming back on with us. Busy day, I'm sure, for the the Inside Carolina crew. Uh, yeah, we've seen actually a busy day for for everyone in Carolina. We've seen the the Tez Walker reaction to him being deemed eligible. A big old hug to to Mac Brown right away. Uh, what was your first reaction when you heard the news that uh, that Tez was going to be allowed to play? Yeah, good for him, man. Yeah. Finally, good for him, and that's what it's always been about for us. Um, watching from the outside from a parent perspective from a fan of college football perspective um just good for the young man to get the opportunity to play the game that you know he he's done all of his life and he looks to do down the road and he gets the opportunity now i guess starting saturday against syracuse you you mentioned that that's kind of always what it's been about just just you know the individual and i agree but uh did did you lose the faith like I lost the faith? Did you, did you did you think that the NCAA would ever back off from their stubbornness and actually let him play this year? Not until I knew um, that he wasn't going to let it go. You know, I, you never know with the NCAA. When you see all these waivers and these guys getting allowed to play later in the season and all, so you always know there's a chance. But, yeah, I mean – once they sort of put their foot down and then they issued the statement sort of chastising Mac Brown in North Carolina mm -hmm. saying, you know, you can't come at us like that. That's when you, you sort of <laughs> thought they were, they were going to dig in 
and not let it go. And quite frankly, until they finally, even until right before the announcement, it was my thought was they're not going to backtrack. They're just simply not because you got to save face at some point. And, uh, but they did, and he's eligible, and that's ultimately all that matters. Tommy Ashley inside Carolina connecting with us on the Heaster Automotive Group hotline. We keep hearing about this this piece of information, right? The NCAA said North Carolina didn't pass it along. Carolina saying we gave them everything we got. Uh, what information could UNC possibly have not passed along that would have changed this whole situation so dramatically at this point when I can't believe – you know, North Carolina was leaving many, if any, stones unturned up to this point. Yeah, you know, I, I did a live reaction at Inside Carolina with Greg Barnes. And, mm -hmm. of course, Greg's been the, the preeminent reporter on all NCAA matters. And, and it sounds like, to me, it just comes down to uh, minor, minute details that either North Carolina didn't do or the NCAA didn't follow before ultimately coming to the realization that, hey, this is this is beyond ridiculous. You know, we've checked all the boxes. We've done everything you've asked us to do. This is North Carolina talking. Mm -hmm. We've we've filled out the paperwork. Oh, and Greg referenced it and made me laugh. It's kind of like the SAT, right, where you have all the circles, and if you don't color them exactly, <laughs> then they don't accept the answer. And I feel like that ultimately is what it was for the NCAA to finally say, okay, you finally completed this task. And so now we grant his eligibility. It's just a shame that it took um, that kind of bickering, going back and forth, and that sort of you know administrative hell, for lack of a better way to put it, where Tez Walker was for him to get granted eligibility on October 5th when he should have been playing against South Carolina, you know, way back first game of the season. The 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 warring statements and and you brought up right first it was the decision then Mac Brown and Bubba Cunningham didn't hold back in their reactions to that then the NCAA fires back and and uh, even in the statements today that that you see from the NCAA announcing his eligibility there were some some kind of shots across the bow at, at North Carolina and and Bubba Cunningham responds. Can the anger between these two in, like uh, entities, UNC and the NCAA, over this ever dissipate? Or, uh, you know, is is it possible that this could be water under the bridge once Tez Walker gets out there and he's catching passes? Yeah, you know, I think if you follow it enough, you think you got to think the NCAA's time is limited at some point, right? <laughs> with all the different, with all the back and forth and. You know, what I found interesting in this case is that the NCAA says, quote, we never talk about individual cases, but we're going to talk about this one. <laughs> <laughs> and they came at North Carolina and came at Mac pretty strongly several weeks ago. Um, and then today, I thought that statement was interesting. Mm -hmm. Nowhere in that statement did they say, uh, you know, good for Tez Walker or we're glad to that Tez Walker gets the opportunity. You know, we're all about student athletes. Um, but we're going to take this time to take a shot at North Carolina. And part of me was surprised North Carolina came out the way they did um, because it hasn't always been the case. They they usually want to appease folks, but Mac was all in. You mentioned Bubba was all in. Chancellor was all in. And, and this was a big deal, and it's sort of a watershed moment, I think, for the NCAA. And I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. Everybody remembers the Charles O'Bannon case mm -hmm. or, or, with uh, – that ultimately led to name, image, and likeness and all that. I felt like this might have been one of those moments in NCAA history and timeline 
you had sort of a Tez Walker situation where uh, there's going to be lawsuit, there's going to be some massive um, dealing in court that's going to shape the future down the road. Um, and so I think to avoid all that, the NCAA probably finally decided to say, look, y'all finally done what we've asked you to do. We're still mad that you talked about us <laughs> like that, um, but we're going to grant this kid eligibility and actually stand up for a student athlete like they always say they do. So I think ultimately adults realized, do we really want all this trouble over this? And it worked out for Tez Walker. It does feel like everyone that ever wants to transfer twice is going to be referencing this exact situation in, in all of their arguments and telling the NCAA, like, you can do it now or we're going to lawyer up and, and you're going to find a way to get it done uh, a month from now, which is kind of how that O'Bannon case works, right? You set the president and then everything else moves off of that. Uh, exactly. Tommy Ashley, follow him on Twitter at T Ashley IC. Uh, switching gears to the football side of things, what, like, you know, you almost forget that Tez Walker is, you know, he's a wide receiver also. He's not just the guy that the NCAA ruled ineligible and we were all uh, up in arms about. Uh, what does Tez bring to the offense that wasn't already there with some of the other guys? Oh, a, a speedster on the outside for North Carolina. Everybody talks about blowing the top off of a defense. Well, Tez is that guy that can do it. And I think, and I've referenced this a lot over the last four weeks, talking about North Carolina football, the offense is still effective. You still have Drake May making plays, and you've got some guys, some skill position guys that can make plays. But when you have a guy like Tez Walker on the field, you can get freebies. And by freebies, I mean you can get those one-play 80-yard touchdown drives that uh, are hard to come by in college football if you don't have a guy that, that fast on the outside. Georgia learned it. Uh, Washington. I was, just, I was just about to reference that exact that exact play. As a former yep. quarterback, I, I love wide receiver screens that go for fifty six yard touchdowns against the best defense in the country, uh, and that's exactly what happened with Tez last year against Georgia. Yep, and and against Washington, he just ran past everybody on a go route. So you've got that option for North Carolina. I think it gives Carolina. Um, they rallied behind him hmm. and they played for him the first four weeks, and now he's on the field. Look. We'd be silly not to think he doesn't have a lot of pressure on him, right? Everybody's talked about Tez Walker and what he brings. Well, now he's got to go out and do it. But I think from a pure talent standpoint and speed, he just changes the game. You know if you've got a guy that can run past everybody, the defense has to commit one or two guys back there, and it opens it up for everybody else. So I think for North Carolina – a 4-0 start, which has been good and solid on offense. Now you add in an explosion factor that could make that offense really, really elite. And with the pair with a defense that's come along and made some plays, <laughs> then you've got the opportunity to be a pretty good football team, especially in the ACC with these games coming up. Tommy, we appreciate you for taking the time. Keep up the good work at Inside Carolina. Yeah, man. Appreciate the shout-out. And uh, as always, check us out at Inside Carolina. And, and Anytime you need me, just holler. Will do. Jake, I'm getting worried. My house hunt's taking longer than expected. We've made so many offers and keep losing out. You could really use the JAG Advantage. What's the JAG Advantage? The Jim Allen Group, number one real estate team in the state since 1996 with the largest inventory of home sites in the Triangle, 11,000. And they rep more than 65 communities. The Jim Allen Group? Oh, I get it. The JAG Advantage. Score with the Jim Allen Group at thejagadvantage.com. Equal housing opportunity.